Hello and welcome to another week of ZTDD Newsburst. Um, my name is John, I'm your host, and I'm joined this week uh, by Drew, who's been out for a few weeks uh, due to uh, uh, life commitments, uh, but is back with a vengeance. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. What have you been up to? Well, the reason why I've been out was because I was in a wedding, not my wedding, (laughs) obviously, but um, I had to... Be still, ladies. Be still. He's he's still single. I'm still single. Don't worry. (laughs) Calm your tits. (laughs) But no, no. um, Yeah, I did. You know, it was just a lot of stuff, you know, seeing my friends and stuff like that. I don't get to get out and see a lot of my friends anymore, you know, because of work and all that stuff. And... This is crazy schedules, but um, I've been playing a lot of games. I have been able to play a lot of games. So what have you been playing? I, I um, multiple things. Um, currently I'm playing uh for review, Dynasty Warriors Eight Extreme Legends on the other uh, uh, okay. the PS4 version. Uh, okay, so is there an Xbox One version as well? I do not believe so. I believe these are. I don't know. Are they PlayStation exclusive or am I crazy? I'm sure I've seen a Dynasty Warriors on the 360 case. I think Maybe so, I'm too. Mistaken. I, I don't know. It may come to the 360 and Xbox One later, but I know it's already out for the PS3 and the PS4 and the Vita. So it's an, you say it's an extreme edition. Is this because this is a, uh, a porting up of a previous generation version? Actually, no. They do this with ev- pretty much every Dynasty Warriors. They release kind of like an expansion pack where... Um, and they have they call it the Extreme Legends. So they have Dynasty Warriors Seven Extreme Legends. Now this is the Eight Extreme Legends. It just so happens they wanted to go ahead and port it over to the PS4. Um, yeah, fair enough. And they did it. They did a pretty good job. I mean, it's uh, you can just the sheer amount of enemies on screen on the PS4 version is insane. And it's just and it, it comes kind of like a double edged sword. It looks okay. Um, a lot of every single enemy is. You know, has their own hitbox and their own animations and stuff like that. And when you get a lot of them on screen and a lot of shit's happening, that's going to have some slowdown. So there is a, some slowdown that that happens, especially whenever it gets really crowded. Would be the best okay. best term for but it. But it's it's still a Dynasty Warriors game. It is still fully Dynasty Warriors Eight with some new additions. They get um a new campaign mode and. A new, um, a f- few new characters, um, and a few tweaks and stuff like that here and there. Um, Thirty plus hours of stuff. So, well, I I've never been a fan of that. I don't understand it. I don't kind of get it. I can, you know, fair enough. M- you know, millions do, but um, I- I've tried the because the uh, Vita uh, Dynasty Warriors game came onto PS Plus for. F- for um, us guys in the Europe uh, last month, and I downloaded it, played all of about fifteen minutes. And I thought, yeah, I still don't get this game. So you know, but, you know, fair enough. Those in, it's nice for people who've got PS4. It's another game if you're a fan of that that's out there for you to, to try. And it has cross um, save. It does not have cross buy. So if you no. own if you own the PS4 version, you can transfer your save from the PS4 to the Vita. And back and forth like that, but it does. You can't, you know, you don't get a copy of the Vita version. Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm playing a game that has that as well. I had to buy both, um, which was uh, Final Fantasy X. Ah, yes. 
at both of them. I thought I was going to have to pay twice anyway, because originally Square had announced that on the Vita they were going to be separate. I, I missed the announcement lot of late last year when they'd changed their minds. So I was fully expecting to have to buy both versions on the Vita. I didn't, so I thought, well, I'll go get the PS3 version. Um, I, I like that game. Um, it uh, looks really, really good. They've done such a great job. Um, on both versions, um, it's really difficult to tell. Uh, you know, I know the screen is smaller on the Vita, so it's going to um, add a little bit of a, a sharp or crispness to, to, the, to the graphics. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of uh, I think I'm going to fall in love with that game all, uh, all over again. So It's pretty good. Uh, but, gang, cross-save, not cross-buy. Cross um, I, I still don't kind of agree with it fully. I think a lot of developers have embraced, especially indies, the cross-buy. Um, I mean, uh, there was, uh, although we're not going to talk about it in the news, um, Hotline Miami was announced for the PS4. Um, they've said that if you've already bought it on any of the other two platforms, it's down free to download. And what's amazing is that Hotline Miami was already um, this, oh, sorry, this month coming to PS Plus in the UK. So you can get it for free, and then you'll be able to get it for free when it launches on the PS4. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of indie games taking advantage of that. Um, I do think that, that should come hand in hand with cross save. Um, you know, I recently reviewed steam world dig and that was cross by, but not cross save. Mm. And it was my only kind of, um, uh, sort of dig at that game really. So, uh, excuse me. And, uh, it was, you know, that game was amazing on both platforms. It really would have been brilliant if that had, had a cross save functionality, but, um, it's, the bigger studios, especially a game like Final Fantasy, they're not going to do that because they know full well they'll make twice as much money from idiots like me. Um, so they're, they're kind of, you know, we'll moan about it, but we'll still buy both versions. Um, but it's, it, it's the indies that are paving the way for this. And I think give it a year, and I don't think big companies will get away with it. I think they'll have to do the cross-buy the cross thing. And that's just another little um, feather in Sony's cap that they've got that uh, ability to do. Yeah, Anything actually, else you've been playing? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I, 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 I'm embargoed until Monday on it, but okay. um, but it, I, I will mention I'm playing um, Ragnarok Odyssey Ace, which is the PS3 version of the Vita game. I don't know if I've ever played that. So, um, it's basically like a Monster Hunter game. It's been uh, out, it's been out on the Vita uh, for about two years now, uh, and then they're finally releasing a. PS3 port of it. Uh, one cool thing about it, it has cross-play. So I can yeah. actually play with people on the Vita. Oh, that's quite cool. Yeah. But um, I'm playing that. Uh, gosh, what else am I playing? Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. Is that good? Uh, it's fantastic. New class, is that any good? Oh, I love the Crusader. It's really, really cool. I actually played some with Ken this morning. I'm looking forward to... um. Uh, getting that on my v, um, on my PlayStation Four. Yeah, I don't when know, it turns up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I mean, it's. They said it's not far behind, so uh, maybe I think maybe um, we'll probably see it maybe end of May, sort of mid June time, maybe. Uh, if, you're lucky. if you're lucky, maybe I'm thinking probably September. You really think I'll be that late? I think it'll be that late. But they've got to avoid a time. Where nothing, they, they've got to have somewhere that where nothing else is coming out because that needs as much breathing room as possible. I think so. Uh, 
I don't think Blizzard is really worried about <laughs> that. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, sure, they want to be profitable, but Blizzard is. <laughs> yeah, well, they're profitable just by waking up in the morning. Exactly. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm playing that, and I'm really enjoying it. They they have improved that game tenfold with the, the, the Loot 2.0 system. And oh, yeah, so getting you're getting a much fairer loot, aren't you? Oh, it's not just much fairer. You're getting awesome fucking loot. You know, I mean, <laughs> I started the, the Crusader. I started a new character with the Crusader, and by the time I hit level nine, I'd already had like a legendary item, and the the, the drops are nuts. It's great, oh, and it's cool. it it makes it feel like you're actually progressing instead of what it was doing, where you go through two acts and not get jack shit. Mm. So it's um, but they did they they've done a great job making that game way better, and I'm really really enjoying it. Um. And the final thing is, is Hearthstone. I have become addicted to Hearthstone. Oh, uh, okay. So um, that's the sort of card battle game from uh, from thingy Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard. Yes, speaking yes. of Blizzard. Yep. Uh, and um, it's um, yeah, that game's great. It's especially that, for that's us. on PC, isn't it? Yeah, it's on PC. But it's coming to iOS, if I'm right, isn't it? I do not know. Sure, they're talking about an iOS version of that because that, from from what I can gather, I'm not played it, but I, I gather it's it would that would be really suited for a, for a tablet. Yeah, I know they released the Magic the Gathering games on the on the um, tablet and stuff too, and those those are play kind of this they they essentially play the same. So I think they're it, all yeah similar, aren't they? Those sort of card game, battle game things. Cool. Well, I've been playing Infamous. Yeah, I played about an hour of that. Um... Only an hour. I thought you'd have been with through that by now. Well, I'd like to, but then Ken said, "Hey, I got Dynasty Warriors Eight and Ragnarok <laughs> Odyssey for review. You want to do them?" I said, "Yeah, sure." Uh, so well, I am close to the end game. Okay. Uh, I think I'm at the end game. Uh, to be fair, I have had a thoroughly good time with it. Um, I think Sony and Sucker Punch did an injustice that game by the way that they portrayed Delson as a character. I thought he came off in the lead up to this game as being a bit of a cocky so-and-so. He's not. He's incredibly likable. Um, I'm playing the a good playthrough at the moment because uh, I believe, one, one, that's the way that I play, but I also think that that will be the canon, uh, as it say seem to do that with um, Infamous 2, obviously. And I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. It is more infamous um that's not a bad thing um uh, there are some improvements to that game i think um neon is the best power because once you've got neon and you've up there's uh with the powers you get your, your powers are locked to certain points of the story you'll unlock them as you hit these points and then you get to use shards to upgrade your abilities and once you've got neon and the ability to run constantly getting around that city is incredibly good fun. It's very, very fast. It looks amazing. Uh, I think Neon, again, looks the best out of the powers, just the, the light and the, the the way that he moves when you, you're running up a building or running on the ground. It's it's so, so much fun. Um, the acting is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, the, the two main characters, two brothers, Reggie and, and uh, Delson, uh, the interaction between them is funny and charming. And it's, it, I don't know, it's, it, I, 
is I think it's the best out of all three. I really do. Um, it still has its flaws. It's not as, um, it's not as, um, you know how when you in the second one you kind of scaled buildings, but you end up you know sticky. You used to sort of zoop, stick to a point, and you're kind of not always what you're after. Yeah, and it got a little bit frustrating. Um, you don't do that so much because you're not bound to jumping up buildings to get to the top of them because you've got that neon power. Um, and also, I'm not going to go into the third power, but those powers give you the ability to manoeuvre yourself up and around buildings with incredible ease, not having to jump on the side of things and, and worry so much about whether or not you're going to overshoot a jump or you're going to hit a jump that you don't want or hit a point that you don't want to. So it, it's, that's better. I think the shards are quite cool how they've done them. It's slightly different to the previous games. Although I have come to a, a point where um, one of the shards is inaccessible because it may have, it, I think it's bugged out. Uh-oh. And uh, basically there are, uh, you get your core powers for, oh no, so to free up the city from the DUP, you have to hit their, like um, their bases and to hit that, you've got these, you know, when you've got the generator, you have to stick your thumb up and on the thumb pad and then hit L, uh, R2. You've got those. Yeah. And uh, um, when you blow them up, it'll always eject four shards, which you can then collect. Well, one of them's stuck in a wall that I can't climb up or reach, and I'm too far away to actually just use the button to, to drain it. Um, the problem is, there's probably an achievement for getting every shard. I'm pretty sure there is. Which is going to mean that I may end up not getting that achievement. But, um, you know, it, it's it's a great game, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'll be interested to see how it plays out differently, or if it plays out differently with the bad version, because obviously I'll, I'll do that as a second playthrough. But, you oh. know, it's a cool game. <laughs> it's definitely worth your time if you've got a PS4. I, I absolutely agree. Even though I've put an hour into it, I think it looks great, and I think it plays great. It's um, I'm not I'm not sure how um how long I've played it. I think probably about nine, ten, eleven hours. Um, so it's you know if you play through it twice, which most people will, you'll get a good chunk of good chunk of gameplay out of that. Oh yeah. But let's move on. We've got some stories to talk about. Um, we're probably going to start on the biggest one, to be fair. It, it, um, set the internet alight on Tuesday, I think it was. Um, Facebook has purchased Oculus Rift for $2 billion. That's insane. That is insane. I mean, it's 1.6, I think it's 1.4 billion and then 600,000 in shit Facebook shares. Um, there was a lot of hoo-ha over this because it came out of nowhere it literally came out of nowhere um it was just an announcement and it's like what and you, people were like am i reading this right because you've got facebook who you know they've just spent 16 billion on whatsapp um you know they're, they're turning into this massive juggernaut of a company um soaking up these other companies and throwing money at them which is, you know, essentially what they, you know, they've got the money, they're throwing it at them. Um, and they take on this kickstarted project. You know, it's been gaining a lot of good, good grace from 
uh, people have played it. You know, the dev kits, I think version two dev kits are on the way out soon, but the, the, the kits, uh, dev kits have been in the hands of, uh, Kickstarter backers and developers for about a year now, give or take. Um, a lot of interesting stuff coming out of it to the point where Sony have even decided they want to, um, take it on with their own, uh, Project Morpheus, uh, kit. It seems like a really strange fit. I mean, when you think Facebook, you don't think video games. I don't know what their plan is here. That's that's my thing. Is... Well, Mark Zuckerberg came out and said that he, after a long, you know, we, we've looked at this, we've crunched some numbers, we've, we feel that they're doing this fantastic job, we want to give to them what we can and make them free to do what they need to do to get this thing amazing. And he said, we expect this technology to be in billions of users' hands that is never going to happen. No. I, I hate to say this because I think it's really cool tech, but this is essentially 3D. And well, it isn't it isn't it isn't. I mean, yes, it's got that ability because you've got the two screens that are in front. Um no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about in general. Oh, you mean as in the actual as in like uh, how long has 3D lasted? Lasted about three years and then nobody's talking about it again. I yeah. mean, and that, that's the thing. I mean, Oculus Rift is going to be cool for about a year to two years. And, yeah. you know, that we may have maybe one or two really awesome games come out of it. But for the most part, it's going to be kind of a tech demo. I mean, I, I, and I'm not trying to trash it. It's just it's a gimmick. It's a fad. Sony had, had got this uh, when they announced Project Morpheus, which is essentially... Um, Oculus Rift, but it has got the money behind it already because obviously Sony, uh, uh, you know, they're R&D funding this and it's going to come out. They have come out and said, this is not a platform. This is a, um, uh, this is, don't expect this to, you know, call a duty to be run on this. This is a side thing. There'll be games for it, but it isn't going to be our big, you know, be all and end all we don't expect everyone to be pushing this it'll be there for certain types of games that fit it and that's what oculus rift is it's it is something that is cool for certain types of games now a lot of people who've come out of the project morpheus stuff have said it looks amazing it is going to be uh it's going to be a great add-on to the PlayStation 4, but that's what it is, an add-on. It's also going to be priced as such. Sony are not going to charge. I mean, looking at what Sony have done this year, um, you know, they've made uh, this powerful console incredibly affordable, made um, made up for what they fucked up with on the PlayStation 3. They've learned some lessons. They're not going to be charging 400 bucks for this thing. It's going to be 100 bucks max. So, you know, that's a nice little price point for an add-on to a console. Probably be bundled in with the game as well. Um, but Oculus Rift is a similar thing. It's not a, um, you, you know, it's not a, a, a device to play lots of games on. It's an attraction. It's a use once every so often. You get the perfect game for it. You're on it for two or three hours. You're, you're off a game. You're playing your normal games. And Facebook have bought two, this in for $2 billion. I think they're going to lose their ass on that. Well, I, I mean, you've got people saying, well, now they've got the ability to be funded in the way that they never dreamed of, and it could only make this technology better. You've got people saying, well, I don't trust Facebook. They're, they've got their own agenda with this. 
this is going to ruin it for gamers. It's not going to be built for the likes of the people that kickstarted it and the people that were interested. This is going to be aimed at people sit. What they want is they, in, instead of a TV monitor, you read on Facebook, they want you to be reading Facebook on this thing. And Why? that's what people are thinking. So <clears throat> you've got two sides of the fence on that one. No one's going to, no one really knows what's going to happen. Um, future is going to be the judge of that, but you've already literally moments after the announcement, you've got people like notch coming out and saying Facebook for the, um, sorry, uh, Minecraft for the Oculus Rift. Not anymore. I'm washing my hands of it. You watch Sony, take that fucker up. You watch Sony go to him and say, why don't you come on? Why don't you, why don't you come to us? This is for the gamers. This is a whole mantra. And that's what they'll do. And, I mean, all right, it's one person. Notch has got his reasons. He says he finds Facebook creepy, which, you know, well, when you look at, you know, people don't realize how much information Facebook collects. The normal people don't know. They've got no idea. You know, Facebook's on everything. Now, I mean, I work in the mobile phone industry and you get 55, 60 year old little old ladies with their smartphones putting Facebook on. Those people have no idea as to what Facebook, what information Facebook's collecting and selling. And Notch does. And Notch finds it creepy. And that's his opinion. He's absolutely entitled to that. I mean, I don't like Facebook. I can't bear the thing, but I'm on it because everyone else is. And you look at all of these big companies. Now, if you, I mean, I don't know what it's like in the States, but in the UK, you've got advertisements on um, commercial TV. And instead of having www.burgerking.com, they've got Facebook forward slash Burger King. And they are riding the whole market on this website. And that's, that's the problem. I think that Facebook isn't, you know, isn't what it used to be. That you've got get. And I mean, people saying about game, are you going to have to have a Facebook account to use Oculus Rift? Are you going to have to develop through Facebook to use it? And that stuff is why people are a little bit upset. And not to mention the fact that the Kickstarter backers feel betrayed. You yeah, know, that 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 kind of. I mean, I'm just you know, I think that's a little shitty. You know, I mean, I, I was thinking. So what about all these Kickstarter guys that paid for your shit? I mean, yeah, I mean, they everything without that, without that Oculus Rift is nothing. But they won't get a cent out of the two billion dollars. And that stinks because they are the ones that trusted this. And they they bought in to the vision that these guys had come up with and. All right, fair enough. When you get early access, you are funding an idea. But then when that idea turns out to be $2 billion worth, that without your help at the beginning would be nothing, I'd feel a bit aggrieved by that. A little bit. Thanks for your money, suckers. I mean, they'll still get the benefits of what they paid for. But again, it's like, well, it kind of, it also makes a mockery of that Facebook, um, not Facebook, Kickstarter. Again, yeah. because it's like, so what the fuck's the point of that? Yeah, how many times have we seen this where a, an idea gets kickstarted that a bigger company doesn't want anything to do with, but all of a sudden, because it's make this money, someone will swoop in and pay for more development. That's cheating. I don't like that idea. Yeah, that's... and of course, these people are you know, Kickstarter 
a crowd of generally gamers and they're into things like the indie scene, which this was a, a kind of a bastion for. And now they feel like Oculus Rift has sold, sold out. out. Which, yeah. which, you know, uh, again, we don't know the the background of it. We don't know the ins and outs. Um, obviously, these guys had meetings and you were like to think that the people behind the oculus rift have made this decision not based upon the money that they're going to be getting from it but because they believe that their vision of the device won't be compromised by this but that's also a little naive if you think facebook is paying two billion for your device without wanting some in you know without wanting some control yeah so it's an interesting in one and time will say time will tell this could end up being the worst thing ever happening to it it could end up because now facebook owns it it could end up being buried alive because it didn't meet a deadline or it's all of a sudden the the demographic has shifted and who's interested because you you know you've got people who will now downright have nothing to do with it who are absolutely geared up for it because facebook have bought it and it could end up being a real problem in the long road but only time will tell it could be better for it it could be that facebook gives it the money that it needs to to to, to become this you know excellent uh device to game on so odd one but this is going to go on for ages this isn't going to be the last of it we'll 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 hear more of this as the months and possibly years go on I'm sure. All I all I can think is that Sony must be rubbing their hands right now. They must have thought this is fucking brilliant. This is you know, while we've just announced our version of it, Facebook comes and buys that. But with all of the negative press that got, Sony must think we are we 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 we've struck while iron's hot. Everyone could come to us now, and they they might be thinking that. <laughs> the developers, <laughs> yeah, the developers may, but. As I say, we'll Sony could easily go to Notch and say, come do it for us. You won't need to do much because we're based on PC architecture. Come to us. We'll make it exclusive, you know. Yeah. We never know. Um, speaking of Sony, we'll move on to the next one. Pretty sad news, to be fair. Um, they've trimmed down their European development force. Um, basically, there have been layoffs at three of the major Sony um, European, well, actually UK uh, development houses uh, in Evolution, uh, which is the guys who are currently uh, making Drive Club, and we'll speak about that in a moment. Uh, Gorilla Cambridge, which is the, the British um, arm of uh, Gorilla Games, and Sony Computer Entertainment in London. Um, now, this is a similar thing to when Sony recently shaved off. Um, some of their Santa Monica studios crew saying that this is a consolidation of uh, workforce based upon what is coming up in the future. Um, But interestingly, just shortly after this was announced, it was also announced that the director of drive club has also left. Now, apparently he left in February, but the news only came out this week. And it has nothing to do with um, the layoffs that were announced. Um, Now, a lot of people speculated that 
Drive Club is out the window at this point. You know, there was recent rumours that it had been taken back to the drawing board. It had already been delayed from launch. You know, that a lot of their E3 was about Drive Club, you know, a lot of money rode on it, so to speak. Um, then it got delayed, and then this little bit of a trouble. Um, Sony have basically said, no, this hasn't affected the uh, development of Drive Club. It's making fantastic progress. Um, all the people that need to be on it are on it, and we'll be giving more information about the release in the coming weeks. So I don't know. I still think there's a. I still have a fear that Drive Club's vaporware. Yeah, I. I mean, they showed off that one trailer, and we never got any more information out of it, and all the. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. To be honest with you. I'd like to think it isn't. Um, You never can tell me in a game that close you can sniff it kind of thing. Shouldn't ever drop off development. Um, It could be that Drive Club is almost done. And they're now just putting the final touches to it. And they didn't need as much staff. Hence the reason the, 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 the losing of jobs. Now, again, it's sad that people lose their jobs. Um especially in an industry that seems to be booming at the moment. You know, it's all good news coming out of the sales of consoles, but it is also fact that when games near completion, the focus shifts and people move around from studio to studio. So it could be that it is close to the to, to completion and Sony in a couple of weeks will come out and say, boom, it's it's out, so-and-so, so-and-so. Um, it, it's just a shame, you know. And we... You know, the UK, I think, have some incredibly talented developers. You look at, you know, Evolution. um, You look at Media Molecule, you know, and um, uh, Just Add Water. You've got some fantastic developers. um, And it is a shame when you see them hit with iOS. Yeah. I'm sure they'll find other jobs, but the problem is, is that in the UK, we don't have the same um, number of developers in, than in other countries, such as the US. So it's harder for UK game developers to to find alternative work, and I hope they all do. And um, the guy who has um, left, I'm trying to think of his name. I'll see if I can find it. Um, uh, let's have a look. I can't, it must have been, let's see if I can find it, um, has already announced his um, new studio. He's kind of gone indie, like they all seem to be doing. It seems really weird. Um, you know, a lot of these big developers are losing staff or they're losing their heads of staff and they're going elsewhere to, to set up new companies. So um, it's a bit strange. But, um, yeah, hearts go out to those guys who worked hard on those studios and fingers crossed they can get themselves other jobs so we shall move on to microsoft for a moment okay they this week have detailed their reputation system now this was something that had come out of uh their conference and they mentioned that they would be doing this uh system where you kind of uh, if you are a bit of a dick and you get multiple hits against you for being a bit of a dick, 
when you're match made match made in games, you're going to be playing with other dicks. Yeah. And if you are good, you are going to be rewarded for being so. So they have come out and basically detailed it in a little bit further. I don't know whether this is um, something that's going to be happening with the April rollout. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a, a new soft, uh, system update for the Xbox One. Um, but essentially, you've got three, uh, four colours. You've got red, which is an avoid me. So don't go near you. You've got yellow and orange, or orange and yellow, which are, um, you know, pull your finger out, sort yourself out. And then you've got good, which is green. Um, good players, which uh, they say take up the majority of Xbox Live players, um, they intend to reward, but we don't know, you know, how. Yeah. It could be like um, credits from games or discounts on games, maybe, which I think that you're not going to get free games, but I think maybe something like a discount. So if you say, for example, you um, are sat in the good reputation set. Uh, um, section for say three or four months maybe you get a five percent discount on xbox live stuff if you are there for eight to ten months maybe that goes up to ten percent and maybe because they want people to stay in that reputation for as long as possible so maybe that's what they'll do but if you are naughty you are going to end up playing with well being match made with other naughty players and you will also lose um, the ability to do things uh, broadcast gameplay via Twitch. So, you know, that's it's. I mean, I don't come across too many dicks uh, while playing. I might be lucky, or it might be because I don't listen to them and I don't have a headset on and I mute myself and um, I mute them and maybe I don't have to hear the shit that comes out of their mouths. But there is no denying that online services such as Xbox Live has their fair share of idiots. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's really good that they are actually doing something about it. Um, on the same vein, Respawn this week also announced that they're going to be doing something with Titanfall cheaters. Um, so I don't know how you do this stuff because it's not stuff that I know anything about i play a video game and if i'm good at it hurrah if i'm not then unlucky for me kind of thing um but apparently there are ways to cheat that game with things like aim bots and stuff like that so respawn have come out and basically said that um if you sorry my phone's going weird <laughs> um if you um are somebody who uses those kind of tools to get the upper hand and grief your fellow player, well, you're all going to be stuck in matchmaking lobbies together. So we hope to fuck your aimbot software is really good because you're going to get pissed if it's someone's got better software than you have. And that is brilliant. Well, that I mean... is the best way to deal with that. So they've say, basically said, if you are... Um, uh, if you are, you're not, we're not going to ban you. We're not going to stop you playing that game, but you're going to be playing it with all, all of the other people like you. So have fun with that. 
which I think is awesome because the whole point of you using things like aimbot and the cheats and stuff like that is so you can get one over on the normal people and be a complete dick. Well, if you're all doing it, it's no fun anymore, is it? No. The, so uh, that's brilliant. Well, you know, Rockstar did that with um, Max Payne 3, I believe. Oh, did they? Yeah, they threw, they threw people into a cheater's pool and uh, said you guys just had to fight each other. That's awesome. So I think that's I think that's absolutely brilliant. I mean, that's, uh, the, that's the best way to handle it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you you know it's if you ban somebody, they get really fucking diggish about it. And so, what better than to not ban them? You can play, and they've called it the Wimbledon of aimbot contests. Um, basically. Uh, they put, hopefully the aimbot cheat you paid for is really, or really is the best, or all these, um, or these all cheater matches could be frustrating for you. Good luck. Um, so that's, that's absolutely brilliant. And I, again, it's, it's the best way to deal with it. Um, and they'll soon stop playing if they can't actually get the upper hand on normal people. Um, Next story is, is in similar vein to what we previously talked about with Sony. Um, well, kind of. Um, the director of Uncharted 4, bearing in mind that this game technically hasn't even been officially announced yet as Uncharted 4. We all know it's that's what it is. Um, but the director behind that, set, uh, that game, Justin Richmond, has left Naughty Dog. Now, was he the director of the first three? No, because that was Amy... Um, Amy Brennig. Oh right, I know who you're who talking about. Left a few. She was, I believe, she was a writing director at least the first two. And uh, Last of Us, I believe. Oh no, that was Neil Druckmann. The guys that were supposedly pushed her out, they were the directors and writers and directors of. Uh, I think she was like a producer on it, um, but uh, she was uh, she was basically the. Uh, uh, yeah, she, uh, let's have a look. Um, uh, she, oh, yeah, Amy Hennig was the creative director and at least co-director on all of the Uncharted games. Okay. So, um, obviously, Justin Richmond had been brought in to oversee that. He'd originally worked on Uncharted 3 and 2. Um, he's left for Riot. Riot? So, off to League of Legends. Oh, the developers well, of League right, of Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Which is really weird. I mean, if you think about it, Uncharted Uncharted is is Sony's flagship title for the for the PlayStation brand. Um you know, the two I I still think two is the best game of the generation. Well, that that, that and Red Dead are the two real toss-ups on for me um, of the best. And and Uncharted Two will forever be in one of my best games of all time. Uh, it's had you know excellent success as a, a platform exclusive. Exclusive. You got people hyped up to the eyeballs for Uncharted Four and what that's going to look like. And you're the director of that game, and you leave. Hmm. It's a bit weird. You would think that, understand that he may want to do other things, but you would think that your opportunities would increase, you know, quite substantially if you had 
director of Uncharted 4 under your belt. Um, he now technically probably won't ever get known as a director of Uncharted 4 because someone will step in now. And bearing in mind that no one has seen this game yet outside of Naughty Dog and Sony, they, whoever takes it, fills those sh- shoes, is going to be the one that gets credit for it. Right. Um, my worry is that this seems very close to Amy Hennig leaving. And I don't know if they'd be connected in any way. Uh, that I don't know. I mean, maybe he didn't like the idea of where they were going with it. Maybe it could, it could he, be there, yeah. Maybe he felt that Riot Games and League of Legends was his more to his forte, more to his um, work ideology, more to his liking. I don't know. Um, we never gain. We, we're never going to know. It's you know they, a lot of press statements were put out, and it was all very much. I loved working for Naughty Dog, or, you know, and, and Naughty Dog saying, "Oh yeah, he was brilliant, and we wish him the best." And you're going to have all of that. We're never going to know the true story. Um, it just seems really strange that it comes off, you know, just barely weeks after Amy Hennig leaves, possibly being pushed out again. We will never know that for sure, um, and. I just find it odd that, I mean, if I was Uncharted 4 Games games Director, I would want to see that bad boy through. Yeah. You know, it's an exciting time. You know, this is, I know, I'm sure we're going to see something at E3. I would put fucking money on us seeing something at E3. Oh, about sure. it. Even if it's just the briefest of trailers again, or another teaser trailer. I don't think that game's coming out this year, but I think we're going to see something of it this year. Oh, yeah. um, and the, the hype for it's going to be phenomenal, you know. PlayStation is riding this crest of success from this new generation. Everyone seems to love it. And Uncharted, I think probably Uncharted 4 is going to sell better than any of the others because it's got that momentum. And Sony are doing so, so well with the the sales of the consoles. I think it's got the best chance of doing really well. And um, it just seems an odd thing to to pass up for League of Legends, which, you know, is I'm sure is a great game. Game. I, I tried it. I can't play it because I'm shit at those games. But you know, it's it's certainly successful. Um, it's got little in the way of peers, with, uh, with the exception of of Dota. Um, I don't know. It just there you go. What do we know? I don't know. It it could be that Riot made it rain on him. Yeah, I say it could be that he feels more at home with that type of game and has been given the opportunity to to uh to work with it so best of luck to him um um i'm sure it'll leave a hole in in uh naughty dogs and uncharted force development but i'm sure it's one that they can easily fill um and speaking of naughty dog it seems to be themed um there um, there's a distinct possibility that last of us is coming to ps4 uh, this pretty, summer i'm pretty sure that's been everything but announced yeah i mean sony have said no comment but essentially a um a spokesperson for sony and let me see if, again if i can get the name i should really have this fucking stuff to hand <laughs> i'm a bit of a fucking idiot with that i should really have this stuff ready to see because i can never remember names uh let's have a look and i do apologize because this is shit radio while i'm looking um probably won't be able to fucking find it um where are we i know Um, i know a retailer go ahead oh yeah um but basically oh there it is diff okay so um 
that's it. Uh, it's the uh, PlayStation's Eurasian Software Market Manager. I don't know. <laughs> that is. Um, basically, um, speaking on Turkish CNN, stated that um, uh, there was no information about the new Last of Us game, but I can share this knowledge. As of this summer, The Last of Us will be on PS4, both on PSN and physically. Sony have not said anything, but it's uh, they've just said at no time uh, uh, no time have we announced The Last of Us is coming to PS4, and they um, and therefore have nothing to say on the subject. In other words, oops, someone said something he shouldn't have done. Fire him, please. Um, I don't think that um, will happen, but I, I guess. <laughs> Um, he'll probably get a stern talking to. Um, I mean, I th- I, what I thought was that it was coming to the PS4, but in the form of PlayStation Now. But he's basically said it's going to be on PSN and physically, which implies that it's a, going to be on PS4. It's kind of like a definitive edition. It's probably going to have the DLC, obviously built in. Um, it would be a, I don't know whether it'd be a smart move. Um, <sighs> it's, it's very likely that they, uh, Naughty Dog have had access to a PS4 for a considerable time. You know, they are a Sony owned company now. Chances are they had, that developer had dev kits of the PS4 before any other developer. So they've had plenty of time to work while they were developing the PS3 version, on porting it at a similar sort of time. Um, but Last of Us, the, I think The Last of Us marks the end of the PS3's generation as a main console for Sony. Um, you know, it was incredibly stunning to look at on that, you know, on the PS3. Does it need to be on the PS4? Is you know, well, is did, that going to... Did Tomb Raider need to be that? on it? No, it didn't. But uh, I think this is a slightly different case. How so? The Well, Tomb Raider was third, pla- uh, third party. Obviously, Square Enix. Um, Lighthouse. Last of Us is... Um, not, yeah. Last of Us is uh, a Sony exclusive. Um it sold incredibly well, won a huge amount of awards, you know, Game of the Year awards. It just swept the UK game, uh, BAFTA game awards, um, you know, done really, really well. Um, whereas, and it, you know, whereas I think with Tomb Raider, it's like, well, you know, we made it on PC, porting it over isn't going to be difficult. Uh, we'll sell a few, you know, it's coming at a time when, there's little else about so people will probably it will probably sell a good few million well a million copies more and they 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 have sold it well it's you know it putting it out on the next generation of consoles has done it some good but the last of us wasn't on the pc it's probably not as easy to port unless naughty dog had the ability um to to develop at least partially alongside the ps3 version but you know, if it does come out in the summer, it's going to be fighting or getting close to fighting to games that, um, you know, 
are exclusive or new IPs that are, you know, exclusive to the new generation of consoles. You know, you've got Batman, uh, Alien, oh. Isolation. Oh, that's going to be fall, though, dude. Yeah, all oh, right. But if you sort of, summertime does sit around, you can class September as summertime, technically. I mean, yeah, but I mean, the, the only thing, the only thing huge I can think of that's coming out around that time would be Destiny. That's not the September, isn't it? It's, it may, it may, I thought it was yeah, August. Yeah, it's 9th. It's the no, 9th, 9th of September? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it didn't cost them much more to make it and develop it at the same time, and maybe it's a test bed for Uncharted 4, maybe it was a good way of flexing their PS4 muscles. Yeah. It could have been an exercise in that, and if they've made it, then why not release it? Um, it I don't know. It. I mean... I'll see how it looks. If it, you know, this is about. I think this exists. This is coming out. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, when is just the answer? I don't think they can leave it too long. Um, I think it'd also be incredibly cool if they gave it away on PS Plus. Oh, I think that that, would, that would be. That's a long shot, right there. It's a long shot, but that would be incredible. That would be brilliant. Can you imagine that? What a great way to sell your PS Plus. Have the best game of PS3 looking like a PS4 game for free. They've made a ton of money off that already. That would be fun. You know, that would be fantastic. Even if it was like, for, this is a, you know, on P- this is only going to be on available for two weeks on PS Plus. Get it while you can, kind of thing. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah, right. It's an absolute long shot. Um, and Sony oddly barely ever put any of their big title games like first party games on ps plus it's really weird um so i mean i don't know it would be cool if you i mean if you think about it there are probably a lot of people you know maybe 10 15 of people who've got ps4s who never had a ps3 yeah. and that way they they've got the ability to play one of the best games or in my opinion the best game of last year um if it's a reduced price that would be great if they had a way of telling that you already had it and gave it to you cheaper that would be even better but we'll we'll see um if it's timed right i think that could do incredibly well for them but it has to be in um a release window where there's nothing else around it especially on the sony console it'd be the dry Um, spell yeah yeah, I mean, you you know, you you think about, you know, we're talking about Drive Club and that's meant to be free on PS Plus uh, when that launches, or at least, you know, a certain version of it. Um, we'll see. I think at this point they have to give the full version away. <laughs> but, <coughs> excuse me, um, you've got that. And if, you know, if they are coming out with an announcement for the release in the next few weeks, you're thinking maybe that's going to be june time you're not going to want that game out may because of watchdogs that's already got kind of got that penciled in and that's the week before e3 then you've got e3 you don't want to release anything around e3 although that would be a year's anniversary from last of us last year this is true that launched e3 because everyone said that was a mistake and look how wrong we all were on that um you know when where where would it fit in we'll see We'll see. This could be, like I say, this could be to them just basically Sony saying, look, 
do this, we can get it out on an anniversary, do a year uh, game of the year edition with the DLC and all of the stuff thrown in. And you can then have, uh, you know, you'll have had two whole years to develop this on the PS4 ready for Uncharted. Yeah. You know, squeeze some juice out of that, see what you can do, get your hands around it, get to grip with it. And that's only going to help us make a better game in Uncharted 4. So, you know, but I'd like uh, I, any, anything that helps that game get out to people who may not see it playing it already, I think is a is a good thing. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it, who knows? It may be easy to port that over. And if it is, it could be just easy money for Naughty Dog and Sony. Okay, so we are done. Um, I'm now going to check the Twitter feed. I don't know if anyone has tweeted us. Let's have a look. Probably not. Probably not, no. Probably not. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is that just some retweets? It might just be some retweets. Oh, no, look at that. Oh, we got tweets. Okay. We got tweets. We got two. Thank okay. you very much. First one, Anthony Clegg. Hello, Anthony. Let me just check your Twitter handle. At Anthony Clegg 198 Thank you very much for writing in. Uh, what game from the past would you guys love to play using Morpheus or Oculus? Have a... <laughs> <laughs> have a good show guys boo to justin oh um, leave justin alone he's not here to defend himself um okay so what games would you love um from the past to play on uh, oculus or morpheus um um crikey i think something like um um child of eden is that Child of Eden or Children of that Res that Res Res HD kind of game? Yeah, that kind of thing where you, I think that would be kind of kind of quite funky because it's quite visually um, mental. I'd probably use the words mental for that one. Um, that would probably be quite cool if you've. I mean, because a lot of it's all based, you know, around the sounds and the music as well, and that's. Uh, and I've never worn a, uh, an Oculus or, of course, Morpheus. I don't know about, but um, you know, if you've got that whole immersion thing, uh, that would be quite groovy. Um, Sony has said that it's going to work with DualShock Four with the Move with the cameras to be able to fully immerse you and use your whole body for you know game playing. That would be quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know to be honest quite with you. you. Um... Man, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I'll say this, but I don't want to play this game. Okay. Um, but I think it would be interesting to see an Oculus Rift. It would be Brink. The the, the mere fact that... Oh, uh, well, okay, why? Because of the whole... The, the smart that they have. It was called smart. It's smooth... Uh, smooth movement across random terrain. It was the whole parkour thing that you could do. Oh, Oh, maybe Mirror's Edge. That's a good call. Mirror, that mirrors, good. mirrors Edge would be a good one to play. Um, yeah, that would like, a bit dizzy. Probably would. I think. I think even Brink would make you a little dizzy. Um, or, or like you know, Titanfall. You know, I see a lot of the parkour stuff in Titanfall that would look kind of cool. I think it would kind of have to be a first-person game. Mm. Um, obviously, I think it would be have to be one. Um, that's, that's a difficult one to think. I can think of uh, a, a, a good one would be Outlast. 
I think oh, it, I Christ. think I think Outlast would be fantastic. Yeah, Outlast would be fantastic. Shit, my pants! I won't even play Outlast normally, let alone <laughs> with one of those things on. You can imagine, like, what's that game that I've never played it? But there's that because you know me, I'm a pussy when it comes to scary games. But there's that game, the Slenderman. Oh, Slender with... the Arrival. Okay, that would be probably quite creepy, wouldn't it? You know, Slender can be creepy. Um, I think Outlast did a great job with it. The problem is, is that once you've experienced it, you're kind of, you know, stuff's coming. Um, Amnesia is kind of the same way. Um, Slender just didn't really bring out the, it, it, it wasn't as scary. It, it, it didn't have as much production behind it as Amnesia or, or, um, Outlast did. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, scary games could be a good one for Oculus Rift, and um, I don't know to be honest with you. I'm trying to imagine. It, I think any scary game would be quite cool if you like that kind of thing. I I wouldn't. But... That's true. I think uh, yeah. you, you get know the what, atmosphere right. What would be a pretty cool one would be Dead Island, especially if you could do the move controller. So if you use the... Mo- oh, what, so you'd use it to chop your axe? Yeah, to swing. Yeah, because yeah, it had the analog yeah. swinging in Dead Island. And they could probably yeah, just, did, they could probably just, you know, use the move controller to swing your axe or, you know, throw your crowbar or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Hmm. Well, it'll be interesting with, you know, we talked about it earlier today, and um, I think it's going to be an interesting year or so with both of these projects on the go. Um, the other tweet, I'm not new... Um, not news-based, but um, Nivek Datadin. Um, I hope I've pronounced that right. Sorry if I haven't. Just put, sorry, John, but South Africa hammered England today uh, in today's T20 and a little smiley face. Well, the joke is on you, my friend, because I have no idea what you're on about. T20? It's it's cricket. I, I, I might be English. I hate fucking cricket. It's shit. It's the boring sport I've ever had the... Um, misfortune to watch any kind of thing with. So um, I'm I'm sure they did. England are pretty shit at cricket as well. So even though apparently we invented the sport, but um, I am not a cricket fan. So um, I'm glad if you are South African, then I am happy for you that you got uh, a good day sport out of it. Um, that's it. Those two uh, that, those two tweets. So you can, of course, please you know continue to tweet us at ZTGD Newsburst. Um, you know, we take any tweets, obviously, the more about news, the better. But, you know, who cares? It's just something to read out and gets us talking. Uh, you can follow us personally uh, at John W. UK uh, for myself and at DML Fury for Drew. Um, do you want to plug your stuff, Drew? Sure. Um, I uh, host a podcast called Phoenix Down. It's also on ZTGD. You can follow the podcast itself at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, we uh, just finished up Alone in the Dark. I never want to play that game ever again. Um, <laughs> and we're moving on to Dino Crisis. So, cool. um, yeah, me, Matt, and Jay are going to be tackling Dino Crisis, the old PlayStation 1 spiritual successor to Resident Evil. Oh, I know, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I, have, I have it on my PS3 right now. It's raring to go. In fact, I may start it tonight. And I'm kind of nervous because... Going to tank controls and static cameras is going to be very difficult. Oh, I do not envy you. Um, 
Of course, you can follow, uh, listen to the other podcast that we do, which is the N4G radio podcast. Um, I haven't been on for a while. I technically should be back tomorrow um, because the clocks go back, sorry, go forward in the UK tonight. However, I'm off out tomorrow. So I will be back on that next week. But um, you'll be on, Justin. Um, Drew, sorry. Yes, I will be on there tomorrow. Lovely. Um, You can review us i guess would be quite good i need to check i don't think we've ever had a review but i will quickly load up itunes um yeah we do have a separate itunes you can also email us yeah do don't we um you can of course uh email as well if you do want to throw us an email if if 140 characters isn't your thing then you can uh email john at ztgd.com uh, let me have a little look so I'll see if we've got any reviews probably not because no one listens to this show <laughs> um, uh, ratings and reviews no we haven't okay so leave a review if you want you know it'd be cool we'll read it out we'll give you a name check that'd be brilliant um, thank you very much for listening uh, we will hopefully be back uh, next week but until then uh, take care of yourselves <laughs>